Welcome to the Shepherd's Voice with Pastor Johnny Awanyo. This simple, scripturally sound preaching and teaching of the Word of God will direct you to Jesus, the Good Shepherd. Follow the Shepherd's Voice into the green pastures that God has purposed for you. There, you'll find rest for your soul and the fulfilled Christian experience you crave. God bless you as you listen. Amen and amen. God bless you and thank you very much for being a part of tonight's Times of Importation. It's been a very wet day. There's a lot of Afrikiti that is trying to worry me, but I want to believe that God will deliver me from them and none will enter my mouth. I know some people eat them. Rahel, do you eat Afrikiti? Have you eaten some before? I hear it's a delicacy. Try it one of these days, okay? You may like it. And if you like it, let me know. Then I'll consider whether I want to eat some or not. Bow down your heads and let us pray, everybody. Thank you, Father, for tonight. We are so glad to be here. And we're so glad to be in this service. A special time of importation, we believe. Tonight, we ask that you will touch our lives and you will deposit some wonderful blessings and gifts into our hearts. Give us understanding. Give us insight. Give us revelation. Give us wisdom through the teaching and the ministry of your word. I thank you, Father, in Jesus' mighty name. Let everybody say amen. amen. God bless you. You may be seated. And I want you to turn your Bibles with me to the gospel according to St. Matthew. Matthew. Matthew chapter 7, and we are reading from verse 24. Matthew 7, reading from verse 24. And I'm going to read from the King James Version of the Bible. We're going to read from verse 24 to verse 29. This is what the Word of God says. Therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine, and doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man, which built his house upon a rock. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat upon that house. And it fell not, for it was founded upon a rock. And everyone that heareth these sayings of mine, and doeth them not, shall be likened unto a foolish man, which built his house upon the sand. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat upon that house, and it fell. And great was the fall of it. And it came to pass, when Jesus had ended these sayings, 
the people were astonished at his doctrine. For he taught them as one having authority and not as the scribes. May the Lord add his blessing to the reading of his holy word. Hallelujah. This scripture I read was the concluding part to a very long sermon or teaching given by the Lord Jesus himself. It so happened that his fame had spread all over Galilee, Judea, all the surrounding towns and villages. And people were witnesses of the power of God that was displayed. They saw blind people seen, the crippled walking, amazing and fantastic miracles were done. And when people heard it, whenever they found out that he was anywhere within the vicinity, they would bring all their sick. Anybody who had a problem, whatever sickness it was, headache, stomach pain, couldn't see, couldn't hear, couldn't speak, couldn't walk well, whatever problem it was, the Bible says he healed them all. Hallelujah. Now, on one of these occasions, the multitudes had gathered and Jesus wanted to teach them. And so, there was a mountain close by. It's not yet, we, we don't know the name of that mountain. There are other mountains that Jesus went to that we know the names. But this particular mount, we don't know. So there's no point in trying to guess. But he went up the mountainside. He sat down. And I'm sure the people also sat in the plain. And then he began to teach them. And that is when he taught them what we call the Beatitudes. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth, and so on and so forth. He went further on, and he taught them that they shouldn't lay up treasures here on earth, but they should lay up treasures in heaven above. He taught them that they should seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and everything else that we need will be added unto us. He taught about the fact that we should forgive people who hurt us or offend us. And that we shouldn't only do good to those who do good to us. Because if we behave in that way, then we'll be very different from our Heavenly Father who causes the rain to fall on both the good and the evil and the sun to shine on both. Hallelujah. Then he taught them that we should never judge. And then he went on and shared so many other things with them. He taught that we should ask and we will receive. We will seek. We should seek and we will find. We should knock and the door will be opened unto us. And there are so many other things that he taught. But he finished up his teaching with this statement. And he said to them that anybody who hears his sayings, what he's saying, anybody who hears his words and believes in them and does them, 
Rahel, one of Rikiti for you. I'll put it here after service. And you come for your thing, okay? He said, anybody who hears these sayings of his and does them will be likened or compared to a wise man who built his house upon a rock. And then he went on and said, but anybody who does not hear or anybody who hears but does not do what he says will be compared to a foolish man who built his house upon the sand. Hallelujah. Now, today, I want to share with you a message that I have titled, Building on a Solid Foundation. Building on a Solid Foundation. Now, to build means to construct. It also means to create. And another meaning of the word to build is to establish. And ladies and gentlemen, I want you to understand that in this life, all of us are involved in building one thing or the other. In fact, the whole of life is about building. All of us are building something. We are constructing something. We are trying to establish something. We are trying to create something. And we spend our lives trying to do these things. That is the reason why we go to school. You go to school to get a good education. Because you want to have a good life. Is that not so? So by going to school... You are trying to build a good life and a good future for yourself. That is the reason why we work. We work because we are trying to build something. We are trying to build a good and a comfortable life. That's why we work. That's why some of you, my young friends, have left your families. Have left the environments that you are familiar with. Traveled all the way south. To get a job around because you're trying to make a living. You're trying to build a good life. You want to be able to have a life where you can afford certain things. So life is about building. Amen? It is because we want to have a good life. That's why we want to have a lot of money and we want to prosper. So you want to build a good life. You want to be able to build a house one day. How many want to build a house one day? Oh, may God give you the ability to build your own house. You will not be a tenant forever. In fact, may you build houses. And may you rent some of them out. And may somebody call you Ifiura. In Jesus' name. Yeah. You want to drive a nice car. Is that not so? What car do you want to drive, Gino? Which one? Cavallo, what car is that one? Sandra, would you like to drive a car one day? Do you have an idea about what car you want to drive? What's the name? You want to drive a limo? limo. Wow. You guys have very amazing and fantastic dreams. 
And my response to that is, why not? He says, what things soever ye desire, when ye pray, believe that ye receive them, and ye shall receive them. May God give you the car of your dreams. In the name of Jesus. Why do we save money? And why do we invest? It's because we want to build a good life. We are thinking about the future. That's why we save. That's why we do investments. Is that not so? Why do we marry? Because you want to have a family. You want to build a family. That's one of the reasons. You, 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 want, you want to have a life where you have a family of your own. Your father and your mother came together and they gave birth to you. You, too, you want to marry somebody and give birth to another person. And you want to build a family of your own. Is that not so? So you will discover from all these examples that I've given that life is really actually about building. You are building something. You are building a home. You are building a career. You are building a future. Everything in this life is about building. And all of us are building something. And you may be building something spiritual that has to do with God and the things of God and the kingdom of God. So for example, this church is, is a project, it's a building project that we are involved in. The Shepherd's Fold Restoration Family is a church that we are building. It started not too long ago. We, we, we launched it, a mini launching of it, on the 5th of December of last year. So we are barely six months entering into seven months of existence. But what are we trying to do with this church? We are building a church. You see, sorry. Is that not so? Yeah. So it's a spiritual thing. Now, we build not just spiritual things, but we also build secular things, like a career, like a profession. So I need you to understand that life is about building. Everybody say with me, life is about building. Say it again, life is about building. Now, when you set out to build anything in this life, whether it is spiritual, whether it is secular, it is very important that you build on a good foundation. Or you build on a solid foundation. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, a solid foundation means a firm foundation. It means a strong foundation. It means a sturdy foundation. It means an unshakable foundation. And anything that you build in this life, if that thing is going to stand, if that thing is going to persevere or persist or endure, then it is important the foundation upon which you build it. And today, as I've intimated, we are sharing about building on a solid foundation. Now, the passage of scripture that we read is talking about or teaching us about having a solid foundation, having a good foundation. And in this passage of scripture, there are some six important revelations that we can pick up connected to building on a solid foundation. And that's what I want to share with you very briefly and we close. Number one, the first revelation that we 
grasp from this passage of scripture that we read is that foundations are very important. Everybody say foundations are very important. Hallelujah. Now, a foundation is the basic structure on which you construct something. Amen. The basic structure upon which something is constructed or built. And it is on a foundation that everything else rests. So, when you want to build a house, first of all, you need to construct the foundation of the house. Sarah, is that not so? You've been involved in a lot of building projects. Have you ever been involved in any building where they did not set up a foundation? No. So, before the building can come up, a foundation must be erected. And foundations are very important. Because if you are building a house, for example, and you don't build it on a good foundation, you're going to have a problem. There are houses that have collapsed. Have you not heard on the news of houses that collapsed during rainstorms have you heard anything like that before and the main problem or one of the main reasons why the house doesn't stand why it collapsed was because there was a problem with the foundation hallelujah so we learn from what jesus said in the scripture we read that foundations are very important and anything you build in this life will stand or fall depending on the foundation you build on. I'll say it again. Anything you build in this life will stand or fall depending on the foundation you build on. What did Jesus say? Two gentlemen one guy decided to build on a rock. The other gentleman decided to build on sand. Building on a rock is a very, very difficult, cost-intensive thing. Sometimes to be able to build on a rock, you need to get dynamite or bomb. To explode the rocks for you to be able to dig in deep and lay your blocks for erecting the foundation. So it is not easy to build on a rock. And you can therefore understand why the guy decided to build on the sand because it's easier to build on the sand. You lay your blocks, one, two, one, two, one, two, and you are ready to continue with the building. But at the end of the day, what made the difference between the two guys and their building projects was the foundation upon which they built. One of them built on the rock and his house stood after the rainstorm. But the one who built on the sand, his house came tumbling down. 
because he built on a wrong foundation. The foundation was not solid. It was not firm. It was not sturdy. It was not stable. It was not unshakable. So from this story, we can see that foundations are very, very important. Can I have an amen? So you must understand this, that anything you're trying to build in this life or anything you're trying to do, it is important to do it on a good foundation. Today, I I was driving with somebody and I was asking about his children and how they are doing in school. We spoke a bit. But one of the things that came out was that his children used to be in another school. But they relocated and so they had to take them out of that school into another school. But it came out in our conversation that that first school that they went to was a very good school that gave the children a good foundation. Such that his son, even before he turned six years, could read. As the person sitting by you, when did you start reading? (laughs) I've asked a serious question, eh? That can create a serious problem. Yeah. His son started reading even before he turned six years. And the reason was because he was in a school where they were given a good foundation. And I said to him that because of that foundation that they had, they are likely to do very well as they proceed. One of the reasons why sometimes people struggle in school is because they did not have a good foundation. How many of you did French in school? It is a school I'll call it. You answer French. Wow. I went to a school where we had French as one of our subjects from form one to form three. We wrote exams, French exams, and we passed those exams. But as I stand here today, the only French I speak or I remember is a Jama song. What's the song, Paul? Qu'est-ce que voilà? Qu'est-ce que voilà? Je suis maintenant. Qu'est-ce que voilà? Je suis maintenant. Qu'est-ce que voilà? Is it good French? Useless. Useless. Then maybe the other one I can remember is one plus one and no no one and one day 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 quatre 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 huit a huit a huit francais a huit a huit francais a huit a huit 
That's all. I certainly wasn't a dumb student. I was quite good by the grace of God. But I still don't speak French. Why? Because there was a problem with the foundation. And sometimes the problem with the foundation comes about because you have a lousy teacher. All my French teachers were lousy. (laughs) No, seriously. Because if the teacher is very good, even if you don't like the subject, you begin to like the subject. Those of you who struggle with math, it is because you didn't have a good math teacher or he died very early. (laughs) That's That's why you don't like math. That's why you struggle with it. But when you have a good math teacher, you will love the subject. And that fear that people have for mathematics, that fear will disappear. Ladies and gentlemen, it is about foundations. And I'm explaining to you, based on this teaching of Jesus, that foundations are very important. Say it again with me. Foundations are very important. Number two. The second revelation we can get from this teaching of Jesus is that you can be labeled as wise or foolish depending on the foundation upon which you build. You can be labeled as wise or foolish depending on the foundation upon which you build. You can be labeled as wise or foolish depending on the foundation upon which you build. And in the story we read, one guy was called a wise man. The other gentleman was called a foolish man. What made one wise and what made the other one foolish? It was because of the foundations upon which they built. The wise man built on a foundation which was a rock. The other guy built on a foundation which was sand. And because of that, he was called foolish. So you can be labeled as wise or foolish depending on the foundation upon which you built. And that is why if you are a parent, we can also label you as wise or foolish depending on how much value or premium you place on your children's education. Wise parents recognize the value of a good education and they invest in their children's education because they understand that if you give them a good education, you are laying a good foundation for them which is likely to cause them to do well and to prosper and to excel and to succeed in this life. Can I have an amen? So if you are a parent and you don't invest in your children's education it says something about you and we will label you as somebody who is not wise i don't want to say the opposite of it okay we'll just label you as somebody who is not wise because you didn't have the foresight to invest in your children's education and there are some wise parents although they themselves did not have an opportunity 
to have a good education they have invested so much into their children's education because they recognize that i did not have certain opportunities in life because i did not have a foundation of a good education what i didn't have i do not want my children to miss out on so whatever i have to do to make sure that they have a solid foundation to build their lives upon i will do it so ladies and gentlemen you can be labeled as wise or foolish depending on the foundation upon which you build hallelujah number three no matter who you are no matter what foundation you build on you will go through some stormy and trying times in your life that's the third revelation that i want you to get based on this passage of scripture we read in matthew 7 24 to 29 and i repeat it no matter who you are no matter what foundation you build on you will go through some stormy and trying times in your life i'll be kind enough to repeat it no matter who you are no matter what foundation you build on you will go through some stormy and trying times in your life can i hear an amen from somebody you will realize from the passage of scripture we read that both the wise man and the foolish man experience the same set of challenges in life the rains came and both of them experienced it the floods rose and both of them experienced it. the winds blew and both of them experienced it one built on a rock but it didn't prevent him from going through certain challenges and certain difficulties same as the one who built on the sand it is not as if because the guy built on the sand he encountered certain challenges which the one who built on the rock did not encounter or experience on the contrary both of them experienced the same set of challenges the rains came the floods rose the winds blew which means that no matter who you are no matter what foundation you build on you will go through stormy times and you will go through trying times in your life hallelujah no matter how much you love your husband or you love your wife your marriage will definitely be tested so you will go through tests you will go through trials you go through challenges hallelujah no matter what leadership principles you apply in building a church 
the fact of the matter is this that you will go through trying times you will go through challenges you will meet obstacles you will encounter difficult situations as you press on it doesn't matter who you are can i have an amen sometimes as pastors we teach powerful revelations about how to make it how to survive so sometimes you hear people teaching about prosperity without sweat (laughs) really prosperity without sweat when the whole world is under a curse the curse that was placed on adam that in the sweat of his face shall he eat bread if even the bread that he will eat he must sweat before he eats it and their prosperity there the sweat he will sweat will not be normal water sweat it will be blood sweat i'm telling you and this is one of the realities we must all accept that no matter who you are, no matter what you try to do, no matter how good you try to be, no matter how you try to avoid trouble, no matter, there are challenges that you will go through. And there are difficult experiences that you'd, you, you will have. That is why in this life, bad things happen to good people. Because such is life. You would expect that bad things will only happen to bad people. Which is why you must not be in a hurry to conclude that somebody is bad because of the troubles that he is going through. It is natural and it is easy to conclude that because somebody has been through so many issues, it means that the person is a bad person. Go and ask Job what bad thing he did. The other day, a sister sent me a message. Said that what at all have I done? That I'm struggling and hustling like this. I have to live, you know, in a, in a very some way, way. Every time struggling, hustling, begging, asking people for money and inputs. In order to have money to take care of my children, to pay their fees, to settle their hospital bills. Why am I experiencing these things? And this person who sent this message to me is one of the most spiritual people I've ever met in this life. Yeah. Somebody who has all kinds of wild experiences and encounters with God. She has dreams. She has visions. Somebody who prays a lot. Who is into the word of God. That's the kind of person I'm talking about. And for years... She's been believing God for a job. Every time it looks like the job is about to come, no, then something happens. Yes. So out of, out of her, her, her despair, she sent this message to me. That is, is, is my, my, my fault. Is it is my mistake that I love God too much? Because sometimes it's like, if you love God too much, that's when your issues are more. So it's almost as if no, don't love God that much. Because like when you love God too much, the, the prince and the principality of your area will locate you. 
Why am I saying this to you? I'm explaining these things to you to just point out something to that. No matter who you are. No matter how good you are. No matter how hard you work. No matter how, what foundations you are building upon. As for the challenges and the, and the difficulties and, 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 and the trials of this life, you will experience them. So you must not be confused when certain things are happening to you. Can I have an amen? Can I have a better amen? amen. So no matter who you are, and no matter what foundation you build on, you will go through some stormy and trying times in your life. Number four. The outcome or the end results of anything you build will reveal two things. The outcome or end results of anything you build will reveal two things. The outcome or the end results of anything you build will reveal two things. Do you want to know what two things it will reveal? It will reveal number one, what foundation you built on. And number two, whether you were wise or foolish. What foundation you built on? Or whether you were wise or foolish. So the outcome or end results of anything you build in this life will reveal, number one, what foundation you built on. And number two, whether you were wise or foolish. And so, if you build anything in this life, you build a business, you get married, you start something, and that thing is doing well, and that thing stands and is solid, it's an indication that you built on a good foundation. And it also reveals that you are a wise person because of the foundation that you built upon. Hallelujah. But if you start a business, for example... And that business doesn't do well. It falters. Or it folds up. It is usually an indication that you did not build on a good foundation. And it also reveals that perhaps you were not so wise. In some of the steps you took. And in some of the decisions that you took. When you were setting up that business. You know sometimes people rush into setting up things. There are people who start businesses without doing what we call due diligence that means you study about it you acquire a bit of knowledge about it you study the market you study the opportunities you try and understand where will i get my clients where will i get my customers from this business that i'm starting so you say you want to start a food business you want to cook food Hmm? my friend we don't just cook (laughs) Oh, sorry, why you doing it? Waka benku. Ipi meko eni chinam. And why a benkwai? Then you just look for a place by the side of the road, and you go and set it up there. You you think that that's how we do business? 
doesn't work out like that you may stand there from morning till evening benko 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 na be yo benko na be mama made the that's not how it works that's not how it works at all you need to ask yourself that this thing that i'm coming to cook here who is coming to buy who are the kinds of people around who live around because if you go and set up a banku base in a purely you know like estates where Ubuntu's live. Who is coming to buy your banku? Now, another thing you need to ask yourself is that: Do they even like banku? <laughs> that this banku that I made up my mind said, Ask yourself that: Is that what the people are looking for? So you see, anything you are trying to start, there are so many things that go into it. You don't just rush into it. And at the end of the day, what you're trying to build, what you're trying to establish, what you're trying to set up, if it will stand or not, will reveal two important things. Did you build on a good foundation? And were you wise in the decisions you took as you were setting up that business? Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Number five. So you see, Back to this same point. You realize from the story that Jesus shared that because the man who built on the rock, his house stood after the rainstorm, it revealed that he built on a good foundation, a solid one. And it also revealed that he was a wise person. But the one whose house came tumbling down, it showed and revealed about him that he did not build on a good foundation and that he was not so wise when he set out to build his house. So at the end of the day, when the storm cleared, when the rain ceased, when the floods, you know, ended, we could see that one house was standing and another one had collapsed. And immediately, the revelation we get from it is that this guy, he was very wise in building on this kind of foundation. Number five, the best foundation for anything you are building in this life is Jesus Christ and his word or the word of God. The best foundation for anything you build in this life especially if you are a christian is the best foundation to build upon is jesus christ and his word or the word of god that's the best foundation to build upon hallelujah i said hallelujah and this was what jesus was trying to draw our attention to he said that anybody who hears my saints or anybody who hears my words and where do you find the words of jesus in the bible 
where have the words of Jesus been recorded? In the Bible. And another name for the Bible is what? The word of God. So when Jesus says, anyone who hears these my sayings, he's drawing our attention to the word of God. To the word of God. And he's submitting that when you build on my sayings, or you build on the word of God, you will do well. You'll be proven as wise. And whatever you build will endure and will stand if only you build on me and on my word. Because Jesus himself is the rock. That's why we call him the rock of our salvation. And the word of God is a rock upon which you can build anything. Whether it's a spiritual or secular. Even that business that you are trying to build, you can build it based on biblical principles. And it will stand. I'm telling you. And one of the things I want to draw your attention to is that the word of God is like a manual for life. It's like an operating manual for this life. Just as when you buy a brand new piece of equipment, if you bought it, it's a good piece of equipment and you bought it from a good place, by all means, it will have an operating manual coming along with it. So if you go and buy something, they tell you that it is new, but you don't see the manual, don't buy it reject it there's a problem somewhere but the reason for the manual is to guide and direct you in the use or in the operation of that piece of equipment hallelujah and so this keyboard has a manual these cameras have a manual This television, this one, okay, it has a manual, but they didn't give it to us when we're, buy, when we're buying it. <laughs> yes. And the manual is very important. Because I remember when I was in school, when I was in the university, I learned a lot of things. But there are some lessons that have stayed with me all these years. And we had this lecturer who taught us a subject, power generation and supply. And during one of his lectures, he taught us and explained to us that when we get out there into the field and we have to work with machines and equipment, especially high voltage ones, he taught us and said, that before you try to do anything with that machine, either to operate it or fix it, get the manual. Run through the manual. Try and do some troubleshooting. If it's a problem with the equipment, do some troubles because the manual will tell you a lot of things. That when this thing is not starting, it may be this or it may be that. That when this part is not working well, it may be this issue or it may be that issue. And he taught us that if we do that, and we operate machinery, equipment, guided by their manuals, we are not likely to get it wrong. And that lesson has stayed with me. So some of my friends laugh at me, that it's like me, everything manual. <laughs> that I want to read the manual 
before I operate it. But it is because of what I learned. And I want to say to you that the Bible, the word of God, is a manual for this life. It contains the words of Jesus, contains the words of God, contains wisdom and direction for this life. Anything you are trying to build, whether it's a business, whether it's a school, whether it's a ministry, whether it's a home sale, whatever you are trying to build in this life, the best foundation to build upon is Jesus and the word of God. That's why we need to look to Jesus as the author and the finisher of our faith. I'm saying something very important to you. It may not have occurred to you. Because you think that to build something, you just have to start, make one or two moves, have enough connections, have a little money to start and all of that. You're making a mistake. Because the best foundation to build upon is Christ Jesus. That's what I sing. On Christ the solid rock I stand. All other ground is sinking sand. All other ground is sinking sand. Yeah. So we must build our lives. Anything we are trying to build, build it on Christ. If it's a marriage, build it on Christ. And on the words of Christ. That's why you just don't meet somebody now and you go and say, I, I, I love you, baby. I want to marry you. I love you then, baby. We don't marry like that. We don't marry like that. You don't just follow Manchester. You don't just follow Arsenal. You just don't follow Liverpool. No! You need to ask yourself some very pertinent and prudent questions. Does she believe in Jesus? Is she a serious Christian? Does she go to church regularly? Is she involved in anything in her church? Is he involved in anything in the church? What does he do in the church? You don't just look at the guy's muscles, Khalifi, and say that, oh, I like the broadness of his shoulders. When he's coming like that, who say? Bema. Very solid legs. When he steps, he said, Ah, if I have such a man as my husband. That's my idea. Husband. He will carry me. Girls, you like that a lot, eh? Uh, has he been carrying you? On the day he married you, but he carried you. You carried it. And your waist was okay. Nothing bad happened to you. You want somebody to carry you. So the person you are choosing to marry, one of the main things you are looking for is that he must be able to carry me. Are you a load? <laughs> He's not about the size of his muscles or the broadness of his shoulders. Those are not the things you build a, a, a good marriage on. You must ask yourself, is the person very committed to God? These are the things that the word of God will teach you to look out for. And so anything that you set out to do, you must understand that the best foundation 
for building that thing is Jesus Christ and his word. And the final one, God's word will only work for you when you hear and obey. God's word will only work for you when you hear and obey. When you do what? You hear and obey. That's why Jesus said, anyone who hears these sayings of mine and does them, it's not only just about the hearing, but it's very much about the doing. It's about obedience. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. So, it is important to understand this, that God's word is a foundation upon which you should build anything that you're trying to build in this life. Godly principles. Principles outlined in the word of God. But those principles will not work for you unless you put them into practice. Unless you obey them. Unless you obey them. So you're trying to build a good marriage, for example. There are things that God has said. He says, husband, love your wife. He says, wife, submit unto your husband. He says that we should be kind-hearted towards one another. He says, esteem the other better than yourself. That is what the word of God says. If you build your marriage standing on these words written in the word of God, that and, and you do them, you put them into practice, that is when things will work out well for you. Can I have an amen? You started a business. God's word says, bring your tithes into my house. And prove me therewith. If I won't open the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing that there will not be room enough to contain it. I'll rebuild the devourer for your sake. That is what the word of God says. Do you believe in that word? Do you practice it? Or you've told yourself that the money doesn't reach me. So it's not now that I'm coming to take 10%. And I think that it's more difficult to to. to to, to, to pay the tithe when the money is a lot. So some of you, you may think that I'm a faithful tither because we tithe in uh, 10 cities, 5 cities, and all of that. But the real test is when you start earning $5,000. How many want to earn a salary in dollars, pounds, in euros? Wow. When you start earning those big monies, then you would, we will know we will really, really know whether you are wise or foolish and whether you continue to do what the word of God says about honoring the Lord with your tithe, with your substance, with the first fruits of all your increase. So ladies and gentlemen, I've shared with you on building on a solid foundation and there are six revelations that we pick up from the passage of scripture we read. What is the first one? Number one, what's the first revelation? Foundations are very important. Number two, you can be labeled as wise or foolish depending on the foundation upon which you build. Is that not so? Revelation number three, no matter who you are or what foundation you build on, you will go through certain challenges in your life. Number four, the outcome or end result of anything you build will reveal two things about you. What two things will it reveal? 
What foundation you built on? And number two, whether you were wise or foolish. Number five, the best foundation for anything you build in this life is who and what? And number six, God's word will only work for you when you hear and obey. So these are six powerful revelations we can glean from this passage of scripture in Matthew chapter 7 verse 24 to 29. I pray that through what you have heard today, may God by his spirit guide you to build on a solid foundation in this life and may the outcome of your life and the outcome of anything that you build be successful, be good, and be a total blessing. God bless you all. Rise up to your feet and let us close. Hallelujah. Bow down your heads and let us pray. Father, we are thankful to you for tonight. We are grateful to you for your word about building on a solid foundation there's a lot we have heard but we want what we have heard to stay in our hearts and our minds so we invite you holy spirit to help us to retain these things and not just only to have them in our hearts and our minds but to actually act on them and put them into practice in our lives and as we do so oh god may our lives become blessed And may anything and everything that we are trying to build in our lives turn out well to the glory of your name. Bless everyone who joined in tonight's service in Jesus' mighty name. And all shall say, Amen. Amen. Give Jesus a hand clap, my friends. Thank you for listening to The Shepherd's Voice with Pastor Johnny Awanyo. We do hope that you were greatly blessed. For further inquiries, please call, WhatsApp, or send an SMS text to plus 233-243-886-622. God bless you.